We had a business relationship with Bruce Media way back five, six years ago. We had a dating site that was operated as a white label solution for certain daily newspapers around the country. And uh, we had three newspaper partners who were happened to be Bruce Media companies. But uh, that was a different company, different management, and just the name stuck with me as a, as a partner. And uh, the first time we met uh, Rus Media was, I think it was in 2018, I, if I remember. The first personal meetings and we had the closing in May. So it was uh, roughly five, six months time to, from, from the initial meeting to the, to the closing. The roots of the company and the services were set up 20 years ago. And my initial partners who I, who I was a founder with, basically sold their shares in 2006. And ever since then, I was the sole manager and partner basically who stayed on with the company. And I had different investors changing hands. I mean, everyone, this is the fourth round, basically, if I'm counting right. And, uh, and every investor was putting in their own resources, their own energies, own ideas. And this was also a big factor in, in growth. We acquired Vandi Vonal in year 2000. And based uh, on the experience with Vandi Vonal, we started to build a, a dating portfolio. And uh, my initial partners sold their shares to Holdspring in 2006. I remained CEO and also remained a partner. And uh, Holdspring also owned Parship, which is uh, a big, big dating provider. And basically we became like a small partnership in, in Hungary. That was a big learning for us. We introduced subscription, which was a huge phenomenon in, in Hungary. Everything was free back then. There was no subscription services whatsoever in the country. So we, basically, we were the pioneers of subscription, which was a challenge because also the payment systems were not uh, ready for that. Basically, we couldn't even do on, uh, online bank cards back then. So it was such a such a early move that we only had mobile-based payment and bank card only followed later. So those were those were interesting times. Uh, and Holtzbank remained shareholder for for ten years. Then Holtzbank realized that they would like to focus their energies on the Western Hemisphere and less to do with Eastern Europe. And we were a small investment for them anyhow. And the Hungarian private equity fund bought Holtzbank shares. And we restarted the company. So basically, that equity partner was only able to carry out that uh, takeover if, if we set up a new company. So it, that was in 2014. And the new company name became Dating Central Europe. The main idea was to focus on dating only. We started to launch new sites to addition to our, the current portfolio each year. So we moved into sugar dating. We also made big steps in casual dating. The equity fund was a closed fund, so it had to divest uh, the assets uh, by a certain time. I think it was 2019 or 2020 maybe. So naturally, two years prior to their closing, they had to start uh, looking for a new investor. And we had several negotiations, several contenders from local and, and also from abroad. But uh, it was an instant friendship, to, so to say, that we formed with Chris and also with Oigan. So I think based on personal instincts and personal decisions, we decided to work with Bruce Media. And the closing happened in 2019 in May. 
I think what was very, very different was that it does feel like a family, very direct, very non-bureaucratic environment. So that was apparent when the, we first visited the, the office in Vienna, uh, the shared space and, and that very down-to-earth approach that came across uh, in the first meetings. And also with Chris, we had a lot of meetings before that. Of course, that those were happening in Hungary and we kind of hit it off immediately. So I think it's interesting that you know, there's a lot of money at stake and a lot of, lot of work. I mean, it's a 20-year-old 20-year-old uh, growth story, basically, and 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 end of the day, how much how much personal relations make a difference, and uh, and of course, you know, I mean, when you meet with potential investors, everyone is wary of of the other because uh, the company is afraid that are we gonna be able to carry on as we used to? Are we going to have our own freedom to 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 make the calls where we wanna go? are we going to stay independent or are we going to have someone who will tell us what to do? Are we going to have someone who will, that was always my personal fear. Am I going to have, have a, someone who will interfere in the processes and interfere in uh, how we do business and assign unnecessary work, which doesn't make any sense. So I mean, these are the fears I think of every, every owner who is selling their company and wants to stay on. And, and when we, we decided to work with Rus Media, uh, of having an international umbrella and having the international know-how and a network of different companies also played a role that I, I like to be part of a big, bigger network than just uh, to be affiliated with only Hungarian owners or with investors. I know companies who... who being international can be just as uh, as, as hard and, and because the distance also makes a lot of things more complicated. But uh, having known uh, Media's down-to-earth approach and how how the whole transaction process was uh, coordinated and how efficient it was and how, how honest it was, I, I, I had a good feeling that, you know, I will get the best of, uh, of the in international being international and, and, and getting the best of being a part of a family business. Mm. Did you see any changes or um, did you have to change anything in the way you ran your day-by-day -day businesses? Uh, I mean, we had, a, we had a plan together with Chris. We made a 100-day plan and uh, it included some of the items that, of course, uh, came up at due diligence, some of the items that came up with, with discussing the future of the company and already uh, for example pricing was one of the main issues that uh, was hinted as advantage that we still haven't utilized so it was a let's say a low-hanging fruit that we haven't picked and obviously it was part of the first hundred days program to to start working on that so basically we had a clear clear knowledge when it needed to be done and with uh, I think it was a weekly maybe bi-weekly sessions we had with Chris we were we were going through that list step by step and executing it so I think that was very I've never seen such a list because with Holtzbank it was much more ad hoc and, and we joined and then of course but it was always me who initiated uh, the changes with, with Chris it was much more of a agreement uh, agreement of both parties to to make the changes but none of these changes were anything that you know that wouldn't make sense it was important that all the changes were beneficial for the company and it was 
easy to gauge that this will be beneficial also on the short run. So basically, after completing the first 100 days program, we already had good progress on an actually really nice growth path. So we were, we were growing double digits uh, and we had to continue growing. Mean, the plan was, of course, you know, to, to accelerate this growth. So when you have such high growth, you know, that becomes a big challenge what to do each year. What would you say are the areas where Rust Media supports you the most? I think... Uh, the biggest projects we pulled off, uh, then we had two main projects. One was we, we were uh, already in the rewriting process of the platform behind Rondi Bonas. And that rewriting process was a three-year attempt to to really change the code from... So everything had to be thrown out that we were working with for two decades and uh, as code-wise. And that was a big, big challenge and obviously we were doing it on our own we, we had a master plan we were going through that and, and we told Rose media when we were acquired that uh, you know this is going to happen and this is going to happen after the after the transaction and uh, in year 2020 we will start the year with with changing the the code behind the site and you know you, ha- you could have an investor who gets scared of such a big uh, big change or you could have an investor who is aware of the risks, but, you know, starts to help you with, with uh, hands-on experience. And the art team uh, supported us in, in this process and, and we were able to consult with, with people who knew and understood our problem to the deepest sense. So even I, as a, as a CEO, I knew what's at stake, but, you know, I was not able to, I would not be able to help the team with, with, with ideas, you know, how to make it, better how to make sure that you know the risk is is uh, is less but the art team was able to support us so i think that was one of the first experiences working with the art team that uh, there is a support uh, internal support fit in really high understanding of what it can deliver and uh, the other project which was also a big big change that was the pricing project from one so that's uh, that was a tremendously risky project as well because uh, everything that the users knew about how and what what they pay uh, as far as subscription subscriptions go had to be simplified and had to be altered and we had some insights from competitors and and also also local competitors and also international competitors how such a thing can be beneficial on on the bottom line and how people appreciate having a simpler uh, subscription scheme but our case was much more complicated because we had one service uh, and that was very that was unique to us. We made that big shift uh, and it already yields to twenty percent extra revenue, and that's a great success for internal team and also for the Rust Media team who were helping us and supervising this this change. So I think I think these are just. Within one year, basically, we were able to pull off these two main projects, and otherwise, there are lots of smaller projects that we craft together, and and those calls and those meetups, those Zoom sessions do end up giving us ideas that we can implement, and and that feels good. What would you advise a founder that is currently looking for investors? I think when you're looking for an investor, you're looking for a partner who is who is compassionate and understanding, and knows 
what goes on in your head, what you're afraid of, what, uh, and can, and compassion also means that, you know, they, they, they know what you're going through when good times come, when bad times come and can tell you ideas and help you in the right direction with compassion. And I think that's, that's the key. And you, there's so many investors out there who are not compassionate. They just, you know, they look at the bottom line, they look at the excess sheets and they don't really care, you know, how you're going to make that work, how you're going to achieve that. And if you don't achieve that, you know, basically, you know, that's, that's, that's just a, a binary thing. You have it or you don't have it. And uh, I think with compassion, you're getting a colorful world where, you know, it's also colorful when the, in, in terms of understanding, you know, there are so many types of understanding. There's, and we never know what's going to come. You know, we have five-year plans. We have three-year plans. We have all sorts of budgets. And, uh, and obviously at the budgeting stage, no one knows, you know, if you're going to be above it or you're going to be below it. Or, but uh, with a compassionate investor, you, you know that, you know, you're gonna, going to get the best of support. And I think it's also, let's put it into sailing terms. You know, when you're like sailing and the storm comes, you can have a, you can have, people on board, you know, who start screaming and start jumping into the water. So you already have <laughs> many, many things to take care of, not just, you know, saving the boat, but then saving the people and, and rescuing them from drowning. I mean, I know investors like that out there because obviously there are a lot of them around and, and you, it's smooth sailing and, and the sun is out. Of course, everybody's lovely and everybody likes to get a suntan but uh you know when the storm comes i think that's when also the the team is really evaluated whether you have a good team or you have an, an okay team or you have a bad team so i think i think covid was a was a perfect example you know how in such a crisis even though you know in our company we luckily we were not going through that dire changes but i in the portfolio there were companies who were facing big big challenges and and, uh, and i mean we experienced you know how bruce media is dealing with that and how bruce media is supporting that so i think yeah one word is compassion and basically when you look for an investor you need to look for a compassionate investor and then Bruce media what i know and also feel and, and also in it day to day is that uh, you can influence decisions with a phone call that you can make in any minute and you can get through to whoever you want to get through to. And, uh, and also the decisions are quite swift and quite fast and you feel like you're on the board. So you don't feel like you're in the bottom of the ship when, but you are basically where, where the action is. And if you're there in the boardroom where the action is, you know, you, it's a very different thing than, than, than being far away from it. In an investment process, you know, the truth come out and obviously risk media is only looking at companies who have a track record and only have proven that their business is, is a good one. That means that those people who are listening to this interview, they will learn on their own whether what I'm saying is true or not, and they will feel it in their guts, you know, if I'm, uh, you know, honest in this, in this interview, because they don't have to believe me, they will have to believe their own eyes and their own ears. And they will feel, feel the same way, I'm pretty sure, as I am.